0: On everybody, welcome back to an exciting new episode of the Vile Files Bachelor Bachelor Gossip Edition. There's no episode this week, but we've been well just critiquing decisions, people's decisions, posts,
1: decisions, words.
0: And uh, since there's no episode, but there seems to be a lot of content out there, we figured we'd still bring you an episode, see how this shakes out. I can't wait to get into uh, all the Bachelor tea that we're going to talk and talk with Teddy. It's going to be great. Just a house- housekeeping note, uh, I know Taylor Thompson was supposed to be our guest tomorrow. Unfortunately, uh, Taylor had a very last-minute thing come up uh, that is unavoidable, and so she couldn't come in and record with us today. So we we're definitely going to have her back. ASAP. And so Naz NAS is going to be premiering our new segment that we're going to be doing on Wednesdays with our guests. You're going to be a guest for talking about Heartbreak as, as the founder of Heartbroken Anonymous and help us dissect some pop culture relationship stuff going on as a co-host of v News, and kick off our new segment called uh, Mediation. Wow. Which we are going it's if you if you listen to the Ask Nick episodes. What a
2: time to be alive. I know.
0: If you listen to the Ask Nick episodes, this is not an Ask Nick. It's like a version of Ask Nick. It's Ask Nick esque. Ask Nick, we do like the long form. People come in, come on, share their stories. They will I met this guy uh, six months ago. You know, we dated for a couple of weeks. We tried to set some boundaries. We failed. I'm not sure. We started sleeping together. Then he disappeared for a week, and now he's back. And then his cousin. I don't know. Whatever is going on. Someone owes me money. I hear a one sided <laughs> version of the story. Someone
1: owes me money.
0: I try to uh, give them an honest point of view of what I'm hearing from them because, and uh, people seem to really enjoy it because it helps us date. It's often about dating.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, date a little bit more honest with ourselves is the goal. Yes, Nick. This is that. couples calling in about a particular disagreement. They're having a hard time getting on the same page. And they've decided to get free mediation from a podcast personality <laughs> as opposed, you know, it's like, it's, 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 Who needs Dr. it's like, Phil when it's next. like the people's court ish. It's uh, judge Judy-esque, in it, if you will. Uh, they are not required to do anything I say. <laughs> Five Hail Marys and a and a Godfather you know. A,
2: Nick is not not responsible for yeah. any any relationship. Any assets that aren't made in your part during the uh, divorce.
0: and it's something I when the, when the show started, we, we had our guests help us with Ask Nick before we spun it off to its own show. That's fine. And we're gonna bring this kind of fun mediation with our guests. I think people will really enjoy it. So be sure to tune in tomorrow for mediation and a conversation about heartbreak. With Nick and Naz. with Nick and Naz. Love it.
2: Not all heroes work. Case. So let's get
0: to uh, Bachelor. You ready for you ready for some uh, Bachelor hot gossip? Ah, I'm so ready. Great. You can read our podcast on Spotify. So if you listen to this podcast on Spotify, give us five stars. So we also, we have Teddy calling in to the show today, last week on the episode. I, I made an argument that I thought Teddy's words were manipulative in nature towards Clayton. As if, uh you know that teddy knew teddy knows the assignment and it seems to me that teddy's goal and i don't necessarily falter for it i'm just pointing out what i saw that she uh she's here to play the game more than maybe love even though she's trying to sell it as love combination of like hey i'm a virgin i'm willing to go to the fantasy suite check she's checking boxes clayton she was waiting for clayton no one knows who clayton is but teddy teddy knows who clayton is and uh and then her talking about how emotional she's getting after seeing with clinton with other women seemed a bit manipulative to me so we'll we'll ask teddy about her thoughts see what she has to say about it give her give her an opportunity to speak on my my, accusations
1: my biggest question goes back to what you were saying last week of you know what it's like to be in the environment. You got the first impression, Rose. Like, it's day two. Yeah. So my question to her would be, you know, it, were the emotions, re- were you really this attached to Clayton at this point? No. I guess it goes along with we'll your see. We'll see. point of view. And again,
0: we, we we all can be and have been manipulative in relationships. In fact, Nally and I this weekend were kind of joking about the games we play. For example, uh, I, I took a picture of us she wasn't. A, I was gonna post it. She wasn't like it wasn't her favorite photo. I'm like, I don't know. It's good. I like it. I'm posting it, and she goes, "I don't know. I just don't know if you look. It's not my favorite photo of you."
2: Was it the one of you guys in the car together?
0: Yeah. And 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 she. <laughs> How was, did I know that? Already? And she and she uh, she was like, yeah, "It's not my favorite photo of you." She knew, and I looked at her, and she she laughed because she I knew what she was trying to do. Like we're constantly playing chess in terms of, uh, and that's technically manipulative
2: is it manipulative or is it just being unclear no. and i can't i can't wait to, for Teddy to get yeah we should probably tell people. naz totally. perez <laughs> my
0: friend uh, former bachelor producer that's how i met naz was on on clayton blitz bristol's season also uh you're all over the place you uh are uh, an e-news correspondent uh you started heartbroken anonymous you do stuff for the dodgers
2: yeah, You're all are over. Rotten Tomatoes. I'm all over. But more I-
0: importantly, my friend and, and and Naz will be helping me uh, critique Bachelorette Nation. Can guess. I just say
2: something before we get started, sure. though? I'm so proud of you.
0: Okay. Thanks. What did I do?
2: I just, I think coming from someone, like I remember meeting you in Ireland in Caitlin Bristow's season because you kind of, I don't want to use the word ambush because that's not the right word, but you kind of came out of left field on that season.
0: Ambush is strong. Ambush but- is strong. But I see what you're saying.
2: Yeah. It was it was an unexpected sort yeah. of meeting. And I don't know, just having seen you pre being the bachelor, pre vile files, it's I'm just so proud of you. You didn't you didn't think I could do it? No, I <laughs> no. of course you could have. But it's fun being on the sidelines of that uh, journey. Are you uh, proud of yourself? Because this is a big deal. This is a huge podcast, guys. Uh,
0: uh Yeah, I guess t- when I allow myself to pat myself on the back, I suppose I'm worthy of it from time to time. I have a hard time doing that.
2: I think you struggled with the fact that you could offer a unique perspective when it came to Bachelor Nation. And a part of you had to somewhat grapple with like, you do… Yeah, you, listen, it's… It is, uh, you it know, awesome.
0: you try to carve out one lane. We do the Delayship and Dating Advice space go, going really well on the Ask Nick editions of, of the Vile Files, right. and that's taking off, and you feel a lot of sense of pride. And then, yes, it's... I know people like it. People like my perspective. There's always going to be the critics of... of of You know, you, you try to branch out, and you think you are, and they're like, but you still fucking about that? And, you know, it's like one of those things. So, yes, it's... Uh, something that uh, we as a show have embraced Um, and
2: you've embraced I think I just I just wanted to acknowledge that because I think a lot of people right from mm -hmm. Bachelor Nation jump into this space because they think it's the right next move and I think I just saw you Nick sort of grapple with it but it's something that is just so innate and genuine in you to talk about relationships and love And to speak on it and have like a unique perspective and opinion on it, so.
0: Well, thank you, Nat. I like the way the show went about it because, you know, we started more relationship with dating and then we accepted the assignment of covering Bachelor Nation a year into the show. Uh, (laughs) You're
2: saying it like you don't love it.
0: No, it, it's actually quite fun sometimes. Yeah, but it is fun sometimes. It is definitely the segment of the show that causes the most personal stress. Interesting. Because,
2: Why is that? Because
0: everyone's so damn sensitive.
2: I feel that way too as someone who was a producer on the show and who's a TV host now. Um, they're, right? It, and that's so fun to play with that duality where I'm like, I don't care what anyone's doing. Live your life. Live your truth. Make the mistakes. That's how you learn. And then another part of me is like, well, should
0: they have done that? We, we try, yeah. And so, like, you know, what yeah. would I
2: have done that? And I think that's what's fun, right? Is to have. That's why this discussion in your podcast is so fun, because when we talk about these things, for me at least, it just opens a larger discussion on on all that stuff that we love, which we is try, love, connecting, yeah. and how people connect in general. Yeah,
0: yeah. No people, because like, it's my uh, my least favorite, I'll say favorite, like sarcastically, is. Anytime we talk about someone in Bachelor Nation, again, just so you know, the rules of this show are we discuss things that people in Bachelor Nation will platform themselves. Mm. If they put it on their social, if they promote it themselves, if they do an interview and say something, if they're seen out in public doing things that we can verify, we don't comment on rumors or speculation or like, I heard so-and-so. And and, because then it's like, Mm, that's
2: know. where it feels icky in your body right because yeah but if then it's you're already playing, out there it's sort of like it, okay people are talking about this they're so putting it out there right
0: on on some level they are doing it you know people they're dating or whatever or people right. you know um, and then you know so we'll talk about it and it's always like there's always a handful of of people who would be like like well, why are you so obsessed with me or like their fans would be like oh, there's like this and vend- I'm like I'm just fucking like, I'm just commentating stu- <laughs> stop doing stupid shit <laughs>
2: and we won't we Comment won't, on it but Comment that's on. what's so fun is that's why i can't wait for teddy to come on because you also give people the platform and the opportunity to sort of like say where yeah. they're coming which from, why which I, is why it's fun yeah, to play yeah. tennis like that and I,
0: I do want to give clayton a lot of credit because uh we have as a show been hard on him
2: i've heard what <laughs> no i'm just saying i've heard yeah. and i
0: well it's more the casting but he he hasn't taken it personally we've corresponded briefly via the dms a little bit oh, and really? i give him a lot of credit because he seems like someone who doesn't seem to he's he's doing a good job of not being the main character in his own story which is would be very easy to do for any lead of the okay. show to do and i give him a lot of credit for not he understands that it's not like a, a personal thing you know because you know and i it makes me really looking forward to get to know clayton the person clayton the bachelor like right. what do, you know we're right. just counting on what we see
2: and i actually nick i kind of agree with you as someone who i worked on the show for two and a half years seven seasons collectively five of bachelor bachelor in paradise bachelorette and then two spin-offs on freeform and i do think i think when it was announced i just want to say i agree with you where i think when it comes to casting yeah we can see more dynamic people in that chair right but at the same time I just want to remind people listening for those of you that were born maybe around the same time I was born it's sort of like when it comes to reality television it's sort of like um the hills in a way where Lauren Conrad wasn't really dynamic it was really everything going on around her and at the end of the day are we all deserving of love i roll my eyes when i say that line yes right so of course, you want to put someone in the seat that's super rootable and that's really exciting sometimes, but sometimes it's okay to have a Clayton, right? Because we are all deserving of this and see and sort of watch and see what happens
0: yeah. I mean, I, so I think, around I, him. I think it's a really nice way of of saying it because you're right. I think, it, listen, to, this is a fun season so far. It's a mess. And, <laughs> and Clayton is the vessel that's allowing us to have the mess take place. 100%. We've talked about this before. Michelle, a very uh mature and we learned a lot and this right. is like this that was a it was a masterclass on like kind of date you know right. in a messy world that is you know 2022 with social media and access and like the bachelor's like this kind of hyperbolic chamber of, of those things right and what a what a great way to watch someone like handle situations not necessarily the best tv 100% i
2: and, agree with and you plain and is
0: the vessel that is a, right. giving us the juice Right. So thank you. He's the
2: Lauren Conrad. Yeah. So thank you. For He's not
0: play. saying no to drama. You know, so we He's have He's embracing to, he the has, experience yeah. that
2: he has signed up for and is in.
0: If you haven't heard of Martha Stewart and Marley Spoon, you need to because it's changed my life. They have options of all taste, diets, lifestyles for every moment, including dinner, breakfast and dessert. They have you covered. Martha Stewart and Marley Spring are bringing you delicious meals that are, in fact, incredibly affordable, delicious, and convenient, and are designed to be ready in about 30 minutes with minimal cleanup afterwards. I think the minimal cleanup afterwards is probably key for for many people. It's a meal kit that tastes like no other and is packed with 40-plus offerings each week, more than any other meal kit. Plus, Vafa listeners can sign up now to take advantage of this exclusive offer, $120 off, off. Martha Stewart's favorite recipes. Ooh, their steakhouse burger meal. Whew, that's my favorite. If you're tired of grocery shopping and meal planning, sign yep. up today at marliespoon.com using code VIALL for $120 off your first five boxes. Once again, go to Marleyspoon.com and use promo code VIALL to get $120 off and enjoy delicious meals from Martha Stewart every day of the week. So shall we we get to the tea before Teddy Some calls tea. in or or is the best way to do this is to Teddy
2: first?
0: Well just uh, discuss
2: discuss the Teddy situation. Do you
0: what do you think of my take?
2: Okay, I love that you're asking me this question. Um, can you clear? So you clarified. So a little let's bit, just a read. Alec, can should you we go ahead
0: a, and just read what? Should cli- we
1: do a line reading? Do you want to be Clayton or Teddy? Wait, that's so funny. Do a line reading, <laughs> yeah. and all then right. give me your be, thoughts, I'll and be, then I'll be Clayton All right. right all right. All right. All
0: right. Ready? Yeah. Now this is set the stage. Uh, Teddy has shown up. Teddy has told the America Bachelor Nation and producers that she is a virgin, and that if asked, and if she's feeling it, she's fully prepared to accept a key from Jesse Palmer. Uh, insinuating that maybe this is the special moment she's been waiting for. She doesn't come out and say, "I'm gonna fuck," but you know, she's she is teasing it, so to speak. Well, she's ready. She's whatever she's saying that she's ready and 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 potentially and uh, if, the,
2: if the guy's right and, the and key's maybe
0: right. that was her most all, most authentic moment and maybe that was her being like, you know what. Would might get me to final three? Being a virgin, <laughs> that's is, what Nick thinks. <laughs> but maybe I don't know. Like, and and then she got the first impression rose, and and then she's on a group date. It's like an obstacle course of some kind with kids, and then we saw their like. Their, it's always an obstacle. Their <laughs> only one-on-one time that they seemed to the only one-on-time they had between the time she got the first impression rose and. And the next time she saw Clayton.
1: Okay. This is at the cocktail party, right after the commercial break. Yeah. Boom. Boom. All right. all right. You guys, you guys set that up so nicely. Thank you. Okay. Seeing you with other girls does make me really emotional. I don't think I was expecting it to be this intense. Because I'm just like, does he even still like me?
2: Well,
0: if I just say this, I actually inaudible.
1: I couldn't figure <laughs> out what word he said. <laughs> inaudible. <laughs> I actually burned for you.
0: I actually right. <laughs> burned for you. I'm just gonna I'm just I was gonna,
2: actually yearning for you. I, was, I, burned
0: for gonna, you. I actually burn for you. We don't know. We can't confirm he actually said that. Like, there's a reason I gave you the first impression, Rose. You don't have anything to be concerned about. You really don't. I love how you are progressing. He talks so clinically. How we are too.
2: progressing. Yeah.
0: How, I love how we are progressing.
2: Yeah. He speaks <laughs> progressing. so clinically. Progressing. How are they? I mean. It's day two. Yeah. No, but I agree with Nick. Like Clayton's
0: feeding into it. Does so. anyone
2: talk like this? Like on a, on a I, I love how we're progressing. No, no, no. <laughs> Just like, right. I don't know. Anyways,
0: Teddy says.
1: Keep going. Okay. And Clayton responds.
0: And if we just focus on each other and don't worry about everything else that's going on outside of it, like, I think it can start to cloud your judgment and you can start to second-guess classic bachelor talk. Which,
1: Definitely. Like, you are so different from other guys that I've dated, and I really feel like this could be something.
0: How is he different? I mean, I, I know she's not the first person <laughs> to say that, but Clayton responds, Absolutely.
1: So it would be such a bummer if I let the drama of the outside or my overthinking affect something that could be so good between us. I'm just going to need a lot of validation from you. Okay, so.
0: So I I see Teddy as an intelligent woman and more intelligent people are more capable of being manipulative. I think even in healthy relationships, we can be manipulative at times.
2: Okay, my thoughts. You're not wrong to be skeptical Right? None of us are wrong to be skeptical of anyone going on the show post like Instagram having this like huge blast, right? Nick comes from a time on the show where social media wasn't as much of a factor and as being someone who worked on it, it was so incredible to see genuine people plucked from obscurities of North America being brought on to genuinely want to find a person to procreate. Did it. you
0: think, let me ask you, Yeah. around that time, my, what I always say, like people, no one's, come for just love because that's insane. What people would come from quote unquote back in the day like five, six years ago before social media is what it is now was for the experience, experience. with an open mind yes. to find love. And travel. And and travel. Yeah. And now they've replaced with experience with building a platform.
2: Well, money. Just, money. Just call it money. Money and yeah. then
0: I guess love.
2: Right. And I, right. Money, I guess love instead of experience, life, soulful enrichment, can you blame anyone? No. When I, I we don't blame anyone. When I hear this conversation, I see, I don't think it's manipulative. One, because I think we've gotten to a point where so there's so much muddiness and messiness when it comes to love and relationships because people are not clear. There's so much like guessing. And if this woman is gonna sit and say, hey, like this is a feeling that's arising in my body. Um, none of us can say whether or not she's he is different from other guys. Maybe he is different from other guys that she's met, and I don't know where she's from. Do we know where she's from? I mean,
0: uh, the only thing she could like actually be going off of is like the, uh, his appearance or, and her guessing or
2: Sparknik. Like you, we can't we can't deny that there are instances in life where people meet someone that they've never met before and they feel lit up.
0: Wouldn't the Megan more, Fox,
2: MGK, Ashley more, I, Jared Haben? Like there are… It doesn't happen to everyone and it's really sad because I think all of us strive for that. But I think there are moments where sometimes you just get lit up inside by seeing someone and being around them.
0: Hold on. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Wouldn't the more honest response be then, I feel something different than I ever have felt with anyone else. No, She doesn't say that. She says, you're so different she talks about Clayton, the person, the quality he's he bringing to the table. Now maybe that's it. Could be just straight up physical. Like I've only dated guys who are five seven with blonde, you know, blonde straight hair. And she's like, "You're literally different than it." I've never dated someone six three who's. Your size with curly hair. You know, it could be that. I don't, we don't know. Totally.
2: But then we're getting caught up on words and semantics when, like, when you're, when you're, when you have no phone, you're around from everyone you know in the world, you're living in a house with 20 people you don't know, you're going after one guy everyone else is going with. It is literally the perfect storm and scenario for all the triggers in life to come up. Right. Mm-hmm. The one thing I hate about this conversation is the last thing she says, where she says, I'm just going to need a lot of validation from you. And I'm just like, man, like, As women, can we just get together as anyone? Can we just get together and say it's 2022? Like you need to be in alignment with yourself. You cannot be okay if this guy texts back and says he wants to build a future with you. And and only in that reality can you be okay. And I think in this scenario, like I said, this is an incredible show for all of us to witness and watch. It's the ultimate social experiment. There's a reason it's been on television over what, 15, 17 years now. We would always say in when we were together as people making the show, like, we've been making the show for years, the same show for years. And the reason why people are interested interested in it is for this exact reason, is for those triggers that come up. And I just wish Teddy would say to herself, like, I know these triggers are going to come up. I'm feeling something for this guy, but you don't need validation from him. You know, you need to know that you're in a scenario where he is potentially open to being with someone else, but you are okay being you and you need to potentially be okay with yeah. whether or not he's with you or not at the end. That's my uh, opinion. But I don't I, think it's manipulative to say, this is what's coming up in my body for me. I think it's actually being very clear. And yeah. I wish a lot of people would do that in real life. It's a reason why I've been single for a very long time.
0: Listen, it's a fine line. I, I You know, everything you're saying is true. And I guess I agree with, it. Just dep- it's just a matter of opinion of what her words, like I'm basing this on the assumption that she uh and having been on her side of things like i know the emotions that you know again having a first impression rose and and i'm basing on what i think she seems to be i don't know from what the little bit i can tell she seems like that's an intelligent person you know like Mm. in tune with herself it Mm. it takes a lot for in this day and age everything she's given us the information is like i'm not a virgin because i'm religious i'm not a virgin i just like i've set boundaries for myself and i've enforce those boundaries and this is this is where it's led me like so mm-hmm. th- there's a sign of like self-awareness and 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 a kind of almost goes against the grain of the what you say that what she said i, I need that validation because it could be manipulative if she's what she is is getting a guy who's she's compete she's one of 30
2: right or
0: one of 23 now or whatever the number is yeah 20 and, she's, and she's competing right and she has been able to have a conversation where she says, I need something from you because you like me. I know that because you gave me the first impression. Rose. Ding ding
2: ding. We have finally aligned and I agree with you with where that I is think somewhat manipulative. Manipula- I yes. think that's manipulation. I think we just we just came together mm. in our arguments and a hundred percent. I think that's when you are being somewhat manipulative to another person, right? I need you to do this in order for me to be okay. Yeah. But I I do want to applaud her. And I think more people need to just say how they're feeling in the moment. I think, I don't know. I look back at my life, Nick. Except
0: when I sometimes, the problem, it's tough because often we use our feelings to manipulate Mm. in relationships. Mm,
2: mm -hmm.
0: Because what do you say to someone in a relationship when they tell you, that's how I feel? Mm. And you're just like, okay, I want to respect that. I want to honor that. I want to, but what if, what if you're using your, people use their feelings, men and women. Right. And again, it's a, it's a fine line. We're getting into the weeds a little bit here yeah. because every day, I think couples can do that. And again, sometimes right. Nally and I will like laugh how we, it's a, we, there's a mental kind of gymnastics. I think we also like that we have because we challenge each other. But sometimes with, an intelligence level, you know, yeah. and now he's like, "You, but you make it so much better than me. <laughs> so, yeah. like, we both know she's yeah. just feeling lazy.
1: Yeah. You
0: know, anytime when one of us is manipulative because, like, we're feeling lazy, I think we know what's going on. And it's kind of fl- fun. When mm. sometimes, if you're being manipulative in the heat of the motion,
2: yeah. in the
0: heat of the moment, it can feel. Right, wrong, and, you know. And at
2: the end of the day, I think you're absolutely right, Nick. I think at the end of the day, it's are you being responsible for your own emotions and feelings? Mm-hmm. Hey, I am feeling this, or it's <sighs> mostly like, in most cases, it's a thought actually, not a feeling. Yeah, I thought you meant this by doing this, and I I feel that way because of this. But this is what I'm going to do about it. You mm-hmm. know.
0: All right, I think Teddy is coming. Teddy, thank you so much for joining us.
2: Thank you for having
0: me. It's the first time we've done something like this. Because usually we'll do like long form interviews and like we won't have like current cats like kind of calling for a quick chat.
3: I would be really honored if I didn't listen to the last podcast episode. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, Teddy. I'm
2: just going to sit here the and check in the awkwardness. The, the, this the is amazing. F- I
0: the fact this. that you have and you are here with us today really, really makes me appreciate you that much more. And we are we are like i don't know if you only listen to the last one i'm sure it was like a cousin or a friend a friend or a sister. like you have to listen to my next one because it's always shit like that uh we're all fans of you here on this show teddy just Thank to you. just to be i clear. actually
3: so i listened to the first episode because my sister who's happily married with two children is in love with you
0: Oh, well, tell I said <laughs> so hi!
1: She
3: <laughs> <laughs> so she listened to the first one was like you have to listen to it he really likes you so I listened to that one that I was like, I'm just gonna end on a good note with Nick, <laughs> and I'm not gonna listen to any more. <laughs> that was
0: probably smart. Uh, and then I got tagged
3: in a bunch of stuff, and then I listened to the next one. So
0: <laughs> And so that's why we wanted to have you on. We wanted to give you the floor. And I and I hope you and I, I hope you know this, but like we are commenting on your character on the show, and we we just recognize that it's a TV show and you have limited control, and, and sometimes there's music or whatever. Uh, that, being said, that being
1: said, that being said,
0: yes, you are aware of the fact that when it came to what you said to Clayton, I was like, I think that's being a little manipulative. Now, we we preface it by saying in relationships of all kinds, even the healthy ones, we can sometimes be manipulative. Nellie and I, my girlfriend, we joked about it this week, and we sometimes will say things where I'm like, I know what you're trying to do. I know, I know what you're trying to do. Uh, so it's all in jest. Um, but well, you listened to it and you, so you heard my comments. So I will just give you the floor. Do you, do you completely disagree with me? Do you see what I'm saying? And I think part of it is because I'm like, here, here's this, uh, woman. We see her for the first time. She's like, Hey, bachelor nation, I'm a virgin. And just a heads up, if Clayton, if Clayton's down, I am down for the fantasy suite. I'm like, this person mm-hmm. knows how to get to the finals. She is, it seemed like I'm the she is, she knows the assignment, and so far she's acing the test. And that was my takeaway. So now the floor yeah. is yours, Teddy.
3: I think you're giving me a lot more credit than I deserve. <laughs> you said a lot in the last podcast that I am very emotionally intelligent and I do appreciate that, but I think. For me, I really wasn't trying to be manipulative at all. I truly was just insecure. I think, like, coming off of that first day, um, I did seem really confident. And I remember watching it back and being like, wow, I looked a lot more confident than I was feeling in that moment. So, uh, like, I can see how going from that first night and then the complete next day being like, oh, I don't think you like me. Like, I can see why it looked like this must not be her because we just saw the day before and I looked like I was, like, running the show, but I really was insecure and everything is just so compacted in that house. And like things move really quickly. So I was emotional and I know it was really early, but I did, I did really like him really quickly. Um, in past relationships, I think,
0: Uh I (laughs) (laughs) I
3: think I think in past relationships, I've tried to like say things way too late. And then it ended up like causing issues. And I just wanted to in this relationship, I wanted to make it clear really early on what I needed because I really was there to get married. And I wanted him to know early on what I needed so that I didn't like pull back and end up ruining something and then having to watch it on national television, realizing that I ruined
2: it. Fuck yes, Teddy. That is wow, exactly, well, well, that well. was <laughs> my thought. I used to work on the show, just so you know. And I that was my thoughts to Nick. Is I said, I love the clarity that you have. And there's so many people out there in life putting out so much messiness. And for something yeah. to come up in your body and for you to say, hey, this is how I'm feeling. I, I and you even said too, I know you're right. Like I shouldn't let the drama outside of this, but you were very authentic and aligned with who you are.
0: You said to Clayton in that moment, the kind of cliche, you're, you're, you're like so much. You're so different than all the other guys I've dated. Now, yeah. I know, I don't know how long you're on for. I don't know. I'm sure you got to know Clayton. But in that moment, if you could go back to that moment, that was your second conversation. What specifically did you mean about him, not a feeling that was different than other guys that you had met? Or, or looking back, was that just something you just might have said out of nervousness?
3: The relationships that I had prior to Clayton were pretty toxic. And like, I get into that more as the season progresses. Um, It was all about kind of just, for me, I grew up and saw a specific type of relationship and it was seeing arguments and that kind of associating with passion. So I think growing up, I was in relationships where I thought I needed to argue a lot with someone to like get that passion. And that's what love really was. Mm. Um, And I saw really early on with Clayton that I felt chemistry and I felt passion with him, but he was very calm and he never really needed to argue. And again, I know it was really early, but even like in that conversation in the past, it would have been taken more of him thinking that he was doing something wrong and just being like, well, I don't know what I'm doing. I think I'm acting fine, but he always took conversations with me very much. So like, okay, what can I do to improve? Like what, what can I do to help you feel safer in this experience? So I think, Early on, I realized with him that he didn't have to fight fight and we didn't have to argue for me to still feel passion with him.
2: Okay. Made you feel safe.
0: Great, great answer. All right, Naz, the floor is yours.
2: I just, yeah, I didn't mean to cut you off, Nick, but the one line that I I think Nick (sighs) and I were sort of in agreement with, and I just Mm -hmm. want your opinion on, is how do you feel about when you said, I'm just going to need a lot of validation from you?
3: Yeah, I believe that. And I say that in relationships always, (laughs) um, especially early on, I can be insecure. And again, like there's a lot of things that you'll see me more explain later on as time goes on as to why my childhood has kind of impacted the way that I am in relationships. But because of that, I do need a lot of validation and feeling safe with a man and feeling like they are going to stay with me and stay in the relationship, even when time gets hard. Um, So I think like going on that first group date, I mean, we went from that first night where I literally thought it was just me and him there, which I know Mm -hmm. is silly, but like the way he was talking to me, I felt like, oh, wow, it's really just us (laughs) throughout this whole process. So then going to a group date where, you know, we see a lot of him talking to Cassidy the whole time and like him not really even looking at me that much. I was just like, oh, whoa, like this is going to be hard for me. And I felt like, yeah, I'm going to need a lot of validation here, probably more than I would. In like the normal worlds, um, so yeah, I hold strong to me saying I'm going to need validation.
0: <laughs> All right, so it, that's interesting. I'm glad you you said that. Now I'm thinking about her answer, Naz, and I'm like we're weirdly talking about you while you're listening.
2: <laughs> this is so meta <laughs> right now, as people are watching you on a show on uh, their small screen. I now. know, but, right? But
0: Teddy makes a good point, and I don't know. You know, Teddy, we talk a lot. We, our other formats on this show. We talk a lot of relationships and dating and, and things like that. So it's it's intertwined. So thanks for indulging us. I think in every relationship it's valid to want and seek validation in the relationship. Naz had, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, Naz, took exception with that moment in which you asked for validation because I think a lot of people, men and women, but oftentimes women make the mistake early on in dating situations. And advice I'll often give to our people who call in was You're spending more time early on, someone you just met, of trying to get them to like you rather than figuring out first if you
2: you like like them.
0: them. And then, therefore, you are solely focused on getting validation from them as opposed to primarily focusing on, especially early on in your first couple of conversations, ideally both people are doing this, Mm -hmm. and saying, well, what did I what I like about this. What questions do I want to ask this person? What mm-hmm. follow-up questions? Mm-hmm. And oftentimes early on, and I think we can agree that it was early on when you talked to Clayton, mm-hmm. that you were primarily focused on telling him that you just needed... To, it's like you were giving away your power by just saying, all, right. all I really need is validation. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm, I'm yours. And
2: I'm okay. And, and Nick, I'm okay. Totally. And Nick, you don't know this about, but in my own personal dating life, Nick really... He came on my podcast with Ashley I one day. I don't get it. And you said, but do you really like him? Like yeah. that that was always a question that Nick would say. And I think it's like such an important thing to remember. And I think for me, Teddy, it was just, I think when people are in alignment, it's not like, I'm not going to be okay unless you do this, right? Like unless you text me every morning, then I'm going to be okay. And to me, I'm like, no, let's be responsible for our own feelings. Let's be okay whether or not someone does something or not. And so when he brought up the word manipulative, I was like, oh, I can see how that line, I'm going to need a lot of validation from you, puts your okayness and your well-being in Clayton's hands when the cards are kind of stacked against you with what Nick was saying too, where it's like, you're in this game too. Like, do you like him? But it's hard to remember that when you're in this house with like 30 people and everyone's vying. You're like, it's almost like you're a horse that's in the race, but you're like, oh wait, I don't need to be running. Totally. Like I can just figure out if I want to be on this track or not.
0: Yeah, but I mean, in fairness to Teddy, it's a uh, it's it's fast forward pretty right. pretty quickly. Right. I hope we're not like lecturing you. Too. I but <laughs> I, no, I, no, honestly, no. I love Teddy that you were like, yeah, no, I, I, that's how I feel in relationships, and there is in relationships you you need validation. Hundred like you, percent.
2: And you're you're also you're so good at being aware of what you need which I think is also amazing too, right? You're like, I'm going to need a guy that's going to do this for me and I'm not going to take any less than that. And I think where it gets messy is when people are like, when you're like a rat in the corner trying to just get scraps from any guy, right? Where you're like, oh, whatever. Like he looked at me yesterday, so it's fine. So I'll hold on to this little hope when it's like, no, you're famished. (laughs) Nourish yourself with someone that's going to feed you every day, whether you have to ask him for it or not.
0: Yeah. All right, Uh, Teddy, we're going to play a fun game with you if that's okay with you
2: before we do
0: do we have any like the low-hanging fruit like who do you hate the most in the house (laughs) (laughs) like who like of all the women Mm
1: -hmm.
0: after night one that someone's Mm -hmm. like it would be not that you dislike them because you teddy i don't know you but you don't you don't have hate in your heart you know i'm just (sighs) Totally. but, but i
3: just an angel. I'm glad to see that. <laughs> you don't
1: have hate in your heart. But that being it. said, it really if wasn't. there were
0: like, who would be the three women that like, if you had to have a whole dinner with appetizer, mm-hmm. meal, drinks, dessert, that would just be hard for you to endure just, and maybe that's a you thing too. It's just like, it's just you, you're not compatible. Who, who what three women would be difficult for you to get through an entire meal of food with one-on-one in
2: my sorority we would say who would you not share a pillow with
0: yeah
2: <laughs> oh that's funny um i don't think i could
3: say three okay um, we'll, we'll take I, one okay <laughs> let me think about this nick i thought it's gonna be a drama free one I, I was hoping just for an apology i love you so much teddy and then <laughs> you
0: have not been listening to the show <laughs> <laughs> we do love you one, Teddy one
2: might say Nick is being manipulative <laughs> oh 100 thank you so much we, we do love you Teddy 100% yeah. I'm just sucking around
3: um, okay I probably would not get a meal with Sinead we will see more of her as time goes on Sinead would yes. you?
0: why would you get a oh, meal yeah. with Sinead? oh yeah I'm Shanae? sorry I was thinking of something I'm sorry I'm still learning yes Sinead <laughs> would be tough I, but no, I would I, you know who, I th- who, I, who did I think you were saying when you said that I thought you were talking about Serene
1: oh
2: yeah. Oh, no, we love, love Serene. Serene. Okay. We love her, yeah. Everyone in unison, we love Serene. <laughs> All right.
0: So, Sinead, okay. I love that. Anyone else? Because that's like low-hanging fruit.
2: It really is just
3: Sinead. Okay. I'll bring Rachel with me because she's my best friend and right. we'll just go to What about her. Cassidy, though?
1: What about Cassidy? Um.
0: Yeah, what about yeah.
1: Cassidy? Not much to say with her. I Yeah, I probably want to get a meal with her. Probably. <laughs> I feel yeah. like they kind of go hand in hand, yeah.
2: Cassidy Wait, and huh? Sinead. <laughs> is yeah. there someone you connected with in the house you were surprised to connect with?
3: I think like I just didn't realize you really become best friends and I see why people in Bachelor Nation all hang out because it really is just like this unique experience. Um, So I made so many friends that I truly feel like I will have forever because of that.
0: All right. And one more question. I'm trying to phrase this in a way that you would be allowed to answer because I know you can't give anything away. Regardless if you go home next episode or or, or you are now engaged to Clayton, if at any point did you potentially regret telling America that you were like, where you were like, I don't know if I would go to the fantasy suite. I know Mm -hmm. I said that, but I don't know. Did that ever happen?
3: Um, I I never regretted saying that I was a virgin. Um, and I never will regret like talking about fantasy suites, potentially going, um, I am not like a stereotypical virgin. I am very open and honest about sex, and like I am a sexual person. I just had a boundary in college that mm-hmm. I no longer agree with. Um, so no, like I'll, I never will regret that experience or anything about that.
2: I love how much you know yourself. She didn't really answer the question. Oh come no, on, no, just fine. let her go. <laughs> let her go. No, off. she said she doesn't regret it. No,
0: no, but no, no. It was just more. It was more the whether she was willing to go to the fantasy suite. Mm -hmm. That was more the question. Of course. Yeah. I love that that you articulated about the, like the the boundary. Are you able to share what that boundary was that you no longer agree with?
3: um, So I grew up in a Christian household. I've gone to Christian schools up until graduating college. Um, So for me, it was always just waiting until marriage for sex. I basically have done everything before that line. Um, and then I think when I graduated college, I just kind of looked back at all of my beliefs and that was kind of the one I always went back to on, am I actually doing this because I believe it's making me a better person. It's going to be something for my husband or am I doing it because there's a lot of shame with women to feel like they need to wait Mm -hmm. because it will change their identity as a person. And for me, I just felt like I was doing it because of it was such my identity. And I just don't think that's a good enough reason. Um, so yeah, that's why I do not regret feeling like I wanted to go to fantasy suites. And because if you get to that point, you're usually in love with the man. So if I go to fantasy suites, it's because I'm in love and mm-hmm. you can't regret that.
0: Okay. All right. Well, thank you for that very thoughtful answer. <laughs> All right. Before we let you go, it's uh, it's called A Game We Just Made Up. Is blank. <laughs> it's, a,
1: it's called A Game We Just Made
0: Up. Is we blank. We Just Made Up. is blank manipulative so it's just scenarios and then we want your take on whether you think it's manipulative or not. is asking your partner uh to cook a a meal for you Mm -hmm. like toast like is asking (laughs) is asking your partner to cook you a make you a peanut butter and jelly sandwich or whatever your favorite sandwich is and you tell them because you make it so much better than me manipulative Keep in oh. mind, it's peanut butter and jelly.
2: Yeah, but is that true? Maybe they, do, maybe they spread out the peanut butter and jelly. Yeah, I think so. that,
0: I think that the, it's, you're feeling a little lazy. You're comfortable. <laughs> you're washing your face. You, you is on, you're, you know. You is, <laughs> yeah. You know, whatever. And uh, you could go for a snack and they're sitting next to you, also comfortable. <laughs> and you're like, I could really go for a peanut butter and jelly sandwich right now. And you're like, babe, just make it so much better than me. <laughs> Is that manipulative?
3: Um, if he actually makes it better, then no. <laughs> but if it's just because I'm lazy and I'm really? using that as an excuse, okay. then I guess so. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's something we all do.
3: What's a, what's a moment that you've done like he, this? Yeah, he's excusing calling me a manipulator
2: by these questions. I feel. <laughs> When's a moment you've done that? Nick? Well.
0: It, I, I, I I apologize for saying you are manipulative. I, I, I should have said I thought you were being manipulative in that moment because I don't yeah. know you if you... When I
3: listened to the actual episode, I feel like it actually made more sense. It was just that like one line.
0: Of course. <laughs> that's, how, that's how this works, Teddy.
3: It was a good one-liner, Nick. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you take a picture, scenario number two, you take a picture with your partner.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, they like it and want to post. Uh, but you like another picture better. And you convince them... <laughs> to use the one you like because you tell them that you don't think it's their best picture of themselves. Yeah, is that yes. being manipulative?
1: Yes. Okay. Let's get Natalie on the phone right <laughs> I now. I know. I kind of want to call her Natalie. Of course it is. Of course it is. Did Natalie say, did she agree? Yes. Okay. We laugh when like,
0: we, we were going to, last night, like, it was the late afternoon and I was like, we, we both were like, we should go grocery shopping.
2: Yeah.
0: And like, she definitely didn't want to go. And, and I first, first she was like, she was saying something in a way. I'm like, if this is you trying to like, have me go by myself, I'm not going. (laughs) And she starts laughing.
2: What was she saying though? What was she saying?
0: She's just like, I forgot. I forgot. But then, then I, then I said to her, abruptly, you know what? It's cool. I'm gonna go by myself, and me saying it so like, you know what? Actually, I um, I sounded like I prefer to go by myself. She immediately was like, "Well, wait, why do you want to go by yourself?" (laughs) (laughs) And then I got her to go with me. and that's manipulative by definition. So
2: manipulative, and (laughs) she totally
0: knew what I was doing. Yeah, you know, and it's when it's when you're aware, it's like it's a fun, playful thing. Uh, Would you agree? If that's, that's manipulative, Teddy.
3: Yes, I agree.
0: Oh, Have you ever faked, has anyone in this room faked a stomachache or headache when they didn't want to do something in a relationship?
1: A stomachache or, or headache? headache? No. In like a friendship, maybe. Teddy was nodding. Yeah.
0: You've I never with a guy really. you've been dating been like, I'm sorry, I just, I just have a
1: You forget like my relationships are like eight weeks long, I know, so no. Same. same. <laughs>
0: Or a friendship. Have you ever done with friends? Yeah, absolutely. Be, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: No, it's literally living
2: in LA. It's like, oh, like my friend was asking me to hang out two weeks from now and I was like, oh, I actually plan on getting COVID that weekend. Like, sorry. Oh my God. <laughs> you just come up with any reason to get out of anything. hundred <laughs> percent. And I'm just kidding. I didn't mean to joke about COVID that lately. No, it's a serious thing. We're all it going of but... Um maybe a stomach ache, I would have said. One
0: final one. I think we get the the gist of it all. They're all kind of potentially. They, it's a it's a trick quiz. It's a trick game. I
1: think that <laughs> the front all line of the incidents with Teddy and Clayton, though, and all of these examples, which I agree with Teddy on, is if the emotion is genuine and real and you're sure. sharing that, of course. Then it's not. It's not we
0: just we're all and then really. we were here debating whether mm-hmm. we thought Teddy's emotions were in fact real.
2: When when it's like it's up to her whether or not they're real, not
0: us. (laughs) That's why we have a silly podcast to break it all down. Yeah. Uh, Teddy, we are excited to watch your journey continue. We all are fans of you on this show. And we're rooting for you and whatever that means. Maybe the next Bachelorette. 100%.
2: uh,
0: If you don't win Clayton's heart and you don't become the next Bachelorette, uh, do you see yourself in paradise?
3: If I am not with someone right now, then I think you should never say never when it comes to the bachelor. I like totally believe in this experience and I believe that you can find love. So never say never.
0: All right. One more question. I Sorry. What's answer. one thing you've learned about yourself as a, from going on this show yes. that surprised you?
2: That's what I wanted to know too. Yeah. I think for
3: me, I realized different ways that I like defense mechanisms. I think just like the biggest thing for me was learning to be open really early Um, And even just being open to love. um, I think I always wanted to find the right moment to say things to him. And I realized you just kind of have to make the moment the right moment. So when you feel like you love someone, say it. And when you, you know, anything that you want to say, say it in the moment. So I think for me, I just like grew a lot in realizing that there's a lot more bravery in being vulnerable than pretending like you're okay all the time.
2: God, I love love what you just said so much because I think one thing, I struggle with is knowing when is that moment to say how you feel, right? Totally. Because so many people will be like, oh, it's too soon. You're, you're gonna, like, you're putting on way too much. Like it's the beginning. And that's technically, that was like an underlying thing. Maybe a lot of people felt watching you, right? They're like, totally. oh, it's episode, whatever. Like we're, we're so early on into this. Is that real? And it's like, when is that right moment? So I love what you said. There is no right moment. You have to create yeah. that right moment for yourself and you have to honor yourself and like going through with that. And it is, why do we not want to do it? We're just scared of this little feeling called rejection, which is so well, silly. There's that. And it's I'll a part you. of life. Like I'll, that's that's it. That's I'll, all we're scared of. I'll, I'll also
0: tell you why people want to do it. In addition to rejection, they are afraid of their peers, whether it's their friend group or their family or their community or viewers at home. Embarrassment, shame. Of of judging them for having failure or Mm -hmm. having exes and things like that. We do that. Uh, And I do love your answer, Teddy, because I do think, you know, it's a positive that a lot of people, if they, who go on the show and experiences like crazy thing that that we do, Mm -hmm. because you do go in kind of guarded and, you know, vulnerability, but for the people who are lucky enough to develop feelings and say it, and there's a lot of judgment that comes with it and, Mm -hmm. you know, whether it's me saying, oh, she's acting manipulative or some other fan being like, oh, you didn't really like them or how could you? Mm-hmm. And like with my relationships with the women I met on the show, mm-hmm. it's not the same as relationships I've had outside of the show no. and it's a different type of, but I've never regretted it and I've never, and it's it, I think it teaches a lot of people who go on the show the ability to be like, fuck it. Like, I felt it in that moment. I felt what I felt and I might look at it differently in the future and I'm not comparing it to anything else, but yeah. like... Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not ashamed for just putting it out there and i think that's a very it, it kind of makes you it's a it's an, a it's a possibility for people like teddy or myself who have gone on the show mm-hmm. if you if you lean into that it, it does stay with you to be like you're, you're a little bit more braver when it comes yeah. to, to love and relationships you're i think
2: leading with vulnerability and from being on the other side of it right being someone that that gets to, I mean, I got to ask people about love and heartbreak for two and a half years and it's so much fun. And to be in an environment where you feel safe to actually say how you feel, it really does teach people to lead with vulnerability. And I know people watch the show and we joke, right? And The Bachelor Mm -hmm. in some ways become a parody of itself. But it's exactly what you said, Teddy, when he asked you about Paradise. You said, any experience with The Bachelor I would do. And when people come up to me and they, you know, they're like, is it scripted? Or like, and I'm Mm -hmm. like, The Bachelor today in this age, and I stand by this, is the best way to meet someone is someone who is single and is dating now. Because Mm -hmm. the person walks out of a limo, and you know this, Nick, because you were The Bachelor, and you don't know their name. You don't know their age. You don't know how much money they make. You don't know if they have kids. And these days, we have a dossier on who people are. We look them up on Instagram. We know who their friends are. We know where their freaking mom works. Totally. You know, we know what their boss <laughs> is to them on LinkedIn. And you create this preconceived notion. And so every day, every time I will stand behind the show on being an incredible self-journey experience into mm-hmm. discovery of the self and what you like and what you don't like. And and it's just the ultimate act in bravery and vulnerability, I think, to like try yeah. and like like someone in front of the masses and be subjected to stuff like this, you know? Yeah, completely agree.
0: Well, Teddy, thank you for being such a fun and good sport. We really appreciate it, and uh, we will uh, we'll try to be uh, we'll try to be protective of of Team Teddy. I'm um, Teddy for
2: Bachelor. But just don't just don't <laughs> fuck
0: up. No, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm sure you'll be great, and I'm sure you'll get more praise than criticism. And not not a thing you hear on the show. I wouldn't take all that seriously when it comes to the recaps. Um, <laughs> any final thoughts? Anything you want to, your moment? Anything you want to say before we let you go?
3: No, I feel like we covered it. Thank you guys so much. Yeah. And thank you to all the women because you guys were all backing me up in the last podcast. I heard it. So.
1: Yes. Teddy, if you're ever in LA, let's go get pasta. I would love that. DM me. I would love okay. that. Okay, great. We're going to be friends.
0: <laughs> all right, Teddy. Thanks so much. Best of luck. We are excited to watch you and your journey unfold. And uh, we wish you nothing but the best.
1: Thank you, guys. Nice meeting
0: you. Nice meeting
2: you. What a lovely human.
0: Lovely indeed. Uh, I genuinely
2: want to be her friend. I know. I want to I know. With her.
0: She seems delightful.
2: <laughs> Honestly, to go back to what we were saying in the very beginning, dynamic casting right there. Like, oh, I, I want to see Teddy love. She's an amazing... But she's not already with she's someone. She's an
0: amazing cast for a variety of different reasons.
2: That's what's so interesting about Bachelor is you get to watch yourself how you felt in every moment. When I go on like a date with a guy, I'll journal like the first three dates. And it's so funny to see what I thought about that person after date one, as opposed to what I thought about them after date three. And that's why when Mm. people ask me all the time, do they pick, do they know who's gonna win? Like these are questions I've been asked my whole life. And I'm like, absolutely not. Because you can kiss someone and immediately not like them anymore. Mm -hmm. Like it is that capricious and so Cap- there's no way of capricious Capricious.
0: definition please
2: unpredictable like the rain okay you mm-hmm. know like you can't you just don't know you just don't know and that's what's so damn cool about feelings and love and this whole space mm.
0: all right well I think we've covered the teddy
1: we've covered the teddy
0: <laughs> we covered the teddy
1: the teddy talk the teddy, teddy talk. topic oh I like teddy talk
0: <laughs> oh well there you go that's, that's going to be teddy's new podcast name in about teddy a year t- and a half <laughs> teddy talk <laughs>
2: Can we get two percent commission on? Yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: what well, else? You we, get
1: pasta with her. We'll what else there. we got
0: in Bachelor World?
1: Shall we begin our our tea? Our journey. Now that we're done with our Teddy talk, Nicholas, would you like to say anything about Clint?
0: Oh uh, yeah, I mean, sad. You actually got to know Clint a little bit, did you not?
2: I did. So my first season was Caitlyn Bristow season. It's where I met you, and um, I actually took to JJ and Clint like the bromance a lot yeah. yeah and i was somewhat i was one of the producers in there that spoke to them a lot interviewed them a lot and clint was someone who was so he was i'll tell you this much i would talk to him about architecture and stuff and design and you know how some cast members bring gifts for the bachelor or bachelorette i remember he, and I don't want to say something that isn't right because I don't quite remember, but I knew what he he had drawn something for Caitlin that was drew, so elaborate. He
0: drew a picture of Chris Harrison on a triceratops dinosaur. <laughs> yes,
2: thank and you it was, for remembering that.
0: It was phenomenal. It was like, phenomenal. and i remember I'm thinking, good at this art. Guy he is so next level.
2: 100%, but not even that. Just to think of that, like, you know, you you see guys and people every day and I was like, there's something about this guy. He's so cool. He has such yeah. an imaginative brain. And and his bromance with J.J. was so lively and and it just warmed my heart that I, I my heart goes out and thoughts and prayers to his family yeah. because gone too soon he doesn't was even a, begin to explain how I feel.
0: A, a unique guy. Uh, I didn't meet him because he left and I showed up. I always wondered if like they knew I was coming and like, it's almost like the producers let the drama unfold with Clinton and J.J. fashion they might have otherwise would if I wasn't coming. Cause it was like, why is why like after I met Clint after filming, I was like, ah, this guy should have been on longer. Like I think Clint, uh, Caitlin like liked him and and uh, I don't know. But um, yeah, it was, it was. I got a call from Ben and he, he told me that Clint had passed and. Super tragic, but yeah, a really unique guy. Really, I really enjoy, I, I hung on with him like twice a long time ago. I haven't had any communication in years, but mm-hmm. once in a while you meet people on the show that don't seem to fit the mold of the typical person that casts on the mm-hmm. show. And that's need not, a very
2: high intellect. That's
0: not necessarily meant to be a good or a bad thing, but Clint was definitely very unique and you knew he was, um, I found him really fascinating and Same. interesting and, and um, it's really sad. so, Same. so sad. Prayers to his family.
1: <sighs> yeah. Man. All right. Clayton's women have been popping up on my Instagram and doing a lot of stuff. Uh. Yeah. What's a... Uh... Should we get into our favorite, Miss Cassidy?
0: Yeah. Then she like posted a video I
1: saw. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. On her Instagram story. You were going to give her a rose even though she was engaged last week. Meanwhile, I fucked someone a few months ago and I got sent home. Okay, no, it's cool. No, I get it. I get it. I get what we're made of here. I get the stuff that's happening. And
3: go fuck yourself, Clayton
2: Ecker. Wow.
0: Wow. She has since taking it down. I mean, whatever. This. It's hard.
1: She took it down, but Nick was too fast. <laughs> God, wow. Nick, are you just like screenwriting? Are no, you just watching it, it everyone's was, story screen? It was, just in case. It was all over TikTok. Yeah. Oh, okay, got so,
0: it. Yeah. Um, it's hard
2: to it's hard to know because we don't know how anything plays out. And I feel like this was kind of somewhat spoilery. It, in oh, a way. God. It was. Which yeah. I have no room for because I, I cover television and film, and there's nothing I dislike it, more than someone who spoils something. I mean, it, for
0: us. it ended on a cliffhanger of like, is he gonna send her home? We all knew he was going to send her home, so I wouldn't say it's the biggest spoiler. Like, but we didn't oh know no, how. Cassidy didn't win.
2: But we didn't know how, Nick. Or uh, why, I guess I should say.
0: He's going to ask her about it. She's going to give a bizarre answer. Um, probably try to make it feel like he did something wrong. I, I don't know. At the end of- se- What she seems like in that video, though, is that she seems to be trying to low-key accuse him of slut-shaming her. In a way.
2: Potentially. I mean, that's what I'm saying is it's hard to have any opinion on this because we don't exactly know how this plays out. It seems like she's somewhat trying to get ahead of something. But I will tell you. Well, he's, someone- she's she's
0: referencing, in in case you forgot, episode one where Sally. Sally. I was
2: just going to say.
0: Sally was engaged and, and right. Clayton was just like, please stay. I mean, he, right. his sen- he tried to give her a rose. He didn't bag, but he was emphatic that he wanted her to stay. As Even though she was like, I like, I had a fiance a couple months ago. I was supposed to get married today, and we we gave, we gave Clayton a hard time for not being uh, having the self awareness that that person it it would almost be impossible for them to have the emotional availability right. to get engaged. The openness, and I yet he was begging her to stay. But uh, she's making this comparison, and
2: well, she's clearly upset, right? Yeah, because a lot of people found out about Sally mm-hmm. that, di- you know, obviously they found out in real time. The world mm-hmm. found out now. As someone who's been on the other side of the, I want to say, quote unquote, exception to some rules, you came on in the middle of the season, right? Which isn't like traditional. It's not like standard. So for someone like Sally, can't you understand how other people would maybe potentially be really triggered and upset by that? And maybe I feel... that Sally? Maybe feel just like... I don't want to, what's the word? Like, how it was just not fair in a way? Well, I hate the word fair as yeah, it relates to The word. the
0: the Bachelor. I mean, yeah, I get what you're saying. I mean, Sally was going to get criticized no matter what, right? Right. I think she recognized that having shown up and sat in her hotel room for four days and waited around while she met a handful of the producers and talked about what she wanted to do getting on the limo. But as bizarre as it was, I gave her credit for at least being like, I, I can't do this.
2: Yeah.
0: And and she at least recognized that, you know, where Cassidy, she was caught with her hand in the cookie jar telling this story to another castmate,
1: mm-hmm.
0: mic'd up. Then we all know how quickly cast forgets they're mic'd, right? Whispering, thinking she's saying in confidence when it's not. She got called out by her castmate Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and it's obviously also on video so we saw it. It's not even hearsay. And uh, the context was completely different. Context matters. You know, context is like whether Clayton was, you know, we, uh, the way I watch Sally is man, she's just, she's a mess right now and rightfully so. She should have been engaged. I mean, fuck, I mean, that would mess with anyone. And then she goes on the show and like maybe, maybe her expectations of what she hoped she was getting from going on the show like we've all done that we've all reacted and kind of gone on a rabbit hole of maybe not right. awesome decisions for our like well-being right. and like she like
2: especially from that heartbroken yeah. space right and like maybe this will help me move on yeah. maybe maybe this is my journey and she
0: seemed to recognize that and tried to uh, recuse herself where Cassidy was seemingly like maintaining this hookup situation Sally seemed to be authentic
1: mm-hmm.
0: at least it comes across as I don't know why I'm doing this. Maybe I'll find, maybe it'll just help me forget about my relationship. And maybe she was, maybe she literally broke up with her her fiancé for followers. You know, maybe Sally isn't as righteous as we want to believe. We don't have the answer. But Cassidy, what she, her excuse is everyone does this. Of course. Like, yeah. Like, and I don't fault Cassidy for going on the show and like not thinking and thinking that there's a good chance she's not going to fall for Clayton. Mm-hmm. that's normal mm-hmm. it's just the fact that she she probably did and i, I bet cassie's not the only one but what cassidy has proven is that she's sloppy as fuck she, she is she's sloppy with her words she's sloppy with her intentions she's sloppy with like yeah she had a hookup and I, you know you're not supposed to do that but then she was sloppy by talking about it and just like You know, and that's not honest. That's just sloppy. And and you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And if you're going to go on this show, even though it is, it's almost impossible to be quote unquote genuine because of all the other pressures that come with, then you just try to do your best. Then you might say to your hookup buddy, I'm doing this. We need to stop this. And yeah, there's a good chance I'm not going to fall in love with this guy and we'll see what happens. But right now, like you need to go do your thing because I'm gonna go do this thing and there's a clean break. You know right. that's that's the mature way of handling that and there's a very big difference between that and and what a lot of people do in dating situations is they hedge their bets.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know mm-hmm. even when we break up with our situationships or we break up with our boyfriend and girlfriends mm-hmm. and we're just like we're, we're we're unsure of our own choices. Right. And as a result, we're like, well, in case this choice is wrong, I'm gonna like just make sure that they're right. still over there, and yeah. I'll say all the things that so that they wait, not so that mm-hmm. they, you know. And maybe Sally did that with her fiance. We don't know, it's and that's where the criticism for, yeah, it's, yeah, 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 there, yeah, yeah, it's manipulative
1: well, because there's <laughs> your fate. So
2: word of the day, uh, we should have had a drinking game with that word.
1: Yeah, this
0: podcast. So it's That's that's where we're criticizing. <laughs> yeah,
1: because there's also the layer right. of. The whole story was she had a friends with benefits at home, and it was going to continue. Like he was basically going to be waiting for her, and he had told Cassidy, "When you're back, we'll watch the show together." Like they were planning yeah. on continuing this <laughs> yeah. once she was back. She was actively
0: right. trying to hedge her bet, and then yeah. I really don't appreciate this video because. And so I,
1: that's where the confusion yeah. lies: is
2: why why is there so much anger behind it? Exactly. Yeah, and someone I, and I can understand someone why.
1: breaking off an engagement and clearly being super upset about it, not knowing if she should stay because she's not ready versus someone who has a guy in the wings that she's going to watch the show with when she gets home. To me, it feels very different. It sounds like
2: when I was little and my parents would withhold things from me and I would say, but Chris, like, I would blame it on, like, my little brother when, like, he had nothing to do with me. He was, like, in the corner of the room doing nothing. And I'd be like, but you let him, you know, watch TV after five (laughs) or whatever it is. And it's just really her being angry and, Potentially confused over this thing that hopefully we get more answers on. And now, I mean, listen. At the end of the day, this just made everyone more eager to see like how it actually plays out.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it
1: worked. <laughs> it I just,
2: worked.
1: I just I don't books. I
0: don't love how Cassie put that video out, and it seemed like she, it seemed like her intention was to rally uh, some supporters mm-hmm. in hopes that people would think that Clayton was
1: yeah. I don't suggesting like that he F-U, was you Clayton like,
0: but- like almost like mm-hmm. you know. There's an implication that. You're, you're judging my choices for having sex.
1: Mm.
0: Where I don't, I mean, we won't, we will see next week how, to your point, how he's well, sent home. Out, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and guess. And I hope that it had nothing to do with him judging whether she was having sex or not at all or the timing in which, but that her, she was trying to maintain
2: that narrative,
0: a relationship with this person all while claiming that she is open and ready for love.
2: I think we also need to remember that sometimes you're just like not someone's person and maybe we just need, as humans, we need an answer and an excuse. And it's possible that maybe he just, just didn't see a future. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And and that was, and that was an easy out, right? Like sometimes we get easy outs, right?
0: The truth is, or we find them. The truth is, that's most of the reasons why people go home on The Bachelor. It's not because of the thing that happened. It's because he or she already wasn't going to pick them. Mm. And,
2: and as Americans, we need answers. We needed answers. We, we,
1: need, so, we need a reason.
0: There's your answer. Uh, yeah. And it's a TV show. Uh, what else we Correct. got, Allie?
1: Some other ladies from Clayton season. Haley, who went home night one, went to Peter's book party. Our good friend Peter. Is she, does she live book. in New York? Um, I don't know. But she had this caption That's and she was saying, question. Because so, that's happy a great, for you, that's friend. If she, Nick, if she lives in New so, York. Can I just
2: stop? Guys, Nikki's so, like, what is the word? Not attention to detail is who you are. Because it, it is all in like the, did she fly there so to she go? changes Or did changes she, or did the she whole take narrative. the subway for 10 yeah. minutes to go to a book party and take a it's picture? It's a totally and different you're conversation. so
1: right, Nick. You're so right. Do we uh, know where she lives? Well, her bio says full time pediatric RN part-time world traveler.
0: Oh, she's a world traveler. She's a world traveler. I can't
1: wait till I'm a part-time world traveler.
2: Same.
0: Night one is a, it's random. So definitely didn't live up to her expectations. A bummer. She's making most of this bachelor experience by like.
1: Staying relevant on social.
0: And I mean, you
1: know, Peter, Peter's the the bachelor you
0: want to go to, to become (laughs) friends with in hopes that he might. Why is that? Peter's good at making friends.
1: Is he? I haven't met him yet. In (laughs) her post, she includes Hashtag bachelor fam. Hashtag the bachelor. Hashtag bachelor ABC. Hashtag bachelor nation. Yeah, like a, she knows what she's doing. It's a,
0: like for whatever, like the the people who go home like before like top six are notorious for For the
2: hashtags? For the
0: hashtags. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's just like you know if they've gone home in the first few weeks because they have like 50 hashtags.
2: That would be so funny if there was an Instagram account screenshotting everyone's hashtags sense. and it was called like go home episode one or something. I mean, listen,
0: I, I empathize, like, especially nowadays. They had so much dreams and expectations of what this was going to be or the money they might have, you know, hear these stories of what women spend on money. Uh, You're on the mourning show.
1: the money that could have been made. All
0: right, what else we got, Ellie?
1: Kate, who was the one that gave Clayton a whiskey shot and opening night. Uh, it was revealed that she works at the Oppenheim Group, which is the Selling Sunset office. She did post with Jason five days ago said clocking in from the couch and it was the two of them sitting on the iconic Selling Sunset couch and his hand was on her knee which felt pretty and close for the, a boss him employee him relationship. Chriselle just <laughs>
0: broke up. We're having her back on.
1: Yeah, friend of show, Chriselle. Oh, yeah.
2: God, I want to cross over so bad. Who not there someone from Bachelor Nation dating the love is blind? The girl, Blake and Giannina. Yeah. Like, can we just like the MCU? Like we've done, we've, <laughs> we've explored the multiverse with Spider-Man. Can we please see like bachelor people entering selling sunset, vice versa? Maybe.
1: And the, people are wondering because she's on their roster. She's worked for them for years, but she hasn't been on the show. People are saying, you know, now that she's on bachelor, is she going to be on selling sunset? Maybe, but that, that's not
0: her. how it's, it wouldn't make. It definitely wasn't their plan because that would be a bad plan. Because they gave up their rights to her and gave those rights to Warner Brothers. Mm-hmm. I don't, does Warner Brothers produce Selling Sunset? I have no, no idea. No, Selling,
2: oh, I don't know who produces it, but I know it's a Netflix property.
0: Yeah, so it doesn't necessarily mean that Warner Brothers It's a Brothers Netflix doesn't original,
2: produ- I think. But yeah, I have right.
0: no idea. Chances are they don't, right? Which means that they would sideline Kate for a year and a half before they could even consider bringing her on unless they got, unless they released. It just wouldn't make sense. Like, right. you know, build up your own talent you know don't out you know it doesn't make sense don't outsource (laughs) yeah Uh, I think it's just a coincidence I think uh, she just wasn't on the show and maybe that was her way of thinking I don't doubt that maybe she thought that this is a way to make herself relevant so that the people from the Oppenheim group or the Netflix might consider her and that's a strong possibility and it works but I don't think it's the (laughs) Netflix people being like hey we'll go do
1: right yeah bachelor
0: no, no, no. And uh it's an interesting wrinkle though. Like she like is she there for love? Uh I don't know. Mm. Probably.
1: I just I don't know that post. And maybe they're just very friendly, but Nick and I have never taken a photo like that.
0: We never will either. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah.
1: highly inappropriate. Yeah. It was yeah, a his weird.
0: Hands on her leg.
1: Cringe. hand on the knee. And they work yeah. together. And she's, he runs the brokerage.
0: And they worked for how long?
1: Uh she's been a real estate agent out here for I think like seven years. So I don't know if All seven years were with Oppenheim. Is it
0: possible they took that photo before she worked there?
1: No, because she has like an Oppenheim mug and they're in the office and she said clocking in from the couch.
0: So they took a photo and put it on the internet of what... Five days ago. ...anyone would consider inappropriate workplace behavior.
2: Yes.
1: (laughs) go, yeah.
0: (laughs) Yikes.
2: Yikes is right. I don't want any boss of mine with their hand on my knee.
0: No, it's... uh, when do you put it in context? It's a… Like
1: it's just… It's very close. Are, are people it's very close. recognizing
0: the yikes of it all?
1: Yeah, I think so. People are kind of… Yeah. I mean, oh. she
0: looks like she's rather enjoying herself. But yeah. But it's still like mm. that's her
1: boss. Everyone is just commenting like they want to see her on Selling Sunset. I wanted… What
2: was their relationship? Like, Are were they friends before? She definitely Yeah, I don't know how there. that all works yeah. in terms of
0: like… You know, like if, if you're… I mean, you, they could like… If you're, you know, co-workers date and then you, like, go to HR, right, and right? Say, hey, we're dating. So, like, we might show affection to each other at the workplace, right? right. And then does it become...
1: Have you put your... Know, maybe he's just really it, friendly. I is it... A,
0: well, that's definitely not an excuse. Hey, guys, I'm just really friendly.
1: I don't know. I'm trying to give him the benefit <laughs> like of the doubt. Like, if that, that was is like, hey, <laughs> yeah. well, why
0: workplace setting like yeah. why I and mean, i'm
2: trying to think have i let guy friends put their hands on my knee mm. i'm like trying to think before me I speak, like if i but and i don't think i think well, the answer is
0: no here's a perfect like we're friends we're yeah. we've, we've been nothing but platonic friends
1: you would not take a photo like, like
0: ashley i've been nothing like i would
1: yeah you would never ne- put I your put head my head arm
0: down. around your like we'd yeah. like you'd put your arm around my shoulder if we took a picture well
2: if the picture was that would we then think
0: I just, I feel like the thigh is a very intimate body part.
1: It is. It is. Yeah.
0: And scour the internet for hands, my
1: hands. (laughs) Scour the internet. Uh, Uh, Our favorite couple, Michelle and Nate. I believe they're currently in Winnipeg because last night they were ice skating. There's a giant Winnipeg sign behind them. Uh, Michelle recently went on the clickbait podcast and said they're still living in different cities. Uh, They get recognized everywhere, especially because of Nate and how tall he is. And she is still getting hate DMs and paragraphs. Of, it's tough. Yeah, yeah, and she just surprised they don't ignoring live together. The
0: surprised they
1: don't live together. But she was the one that did the People article and said this summer she wants the wedding. So she said this summer mm-hmm. she doesn't want to do a long engagement.
2: I I don't think I'd want to do a long engagement.
1: Yeah,
0: I, it's weird that they don't live together.
1: Maybe it's just it timing. Weird? Maybe well, he's I mean, trying to again, sell. I don't know.
0: Weird is the wrong word. This world requires you. I mean, you chose to get engaged in a few weeks. Right. It's court in the normal world. It's not weird at all. Right. Vanessa immediately moved to L.A. Mm. It's just it it opens up conversations like this. Like it's hard to
2: to really connect if you're not living. It's in the hard same to keep city. the momentum like, going. Builds, it's yeah. hard to like. I agree.
0: It is impossible. I don't care what Nate and, and Michelle say in public. Human and and because. They've all. They've both had their individual thoughts. It's, it would be human not to, you know, to, to just wonder like, do I know? They don't know everything about each other. They mm-hmm. hope to know.
2: No. So it's it's you a normal. You could be with thing. someone for seven years and still yeah. be finding.
0: New so they're now. just opening up the door by saying, you know, that's the thing. And is it right or wrong? I have no fucking clue. Well, maybe. You know, like, but it's just it's it's a it's a deliberate choice to not. Say hey, we want let's let's keep going. Let's keep the momentum going.
2: Well, I have a question. I don't know because some some people don't want to move in together unless they're engaged. In this case, they already are. Some people don't want to move in together unless they're married. So is that Michelle's stance? Maybe. Maybe she wants to. Maybe that's why she wants a short engagement. Yeah, I don't know. I
1: also think maybe there's he a matter paddleboarding. of paddleboarding. He has a whole life in Austin. So how quickly can you? find a leaser for your apartment or sell your condo, move everything to Minnesota. Like, there's He's time. been done
0: filming. He's been engaged to Michelle since uh, August-ish. It's
2: sept- a long time. September. I just well, feel I like our- Maybe
0: October. That. I don't know. I don't know the- But it's- He's had a handful of months.
2: So. Yeah. I just feel but like- three our three months isn't a lot, actually. Bachelor and so Paradise couples yeah, I don't all wanted I don't
0: months. know. I, yeah, I don't know yeah. if he works from home or whatever. And they have the right to do whatever they want. But, you know, it's a- I, I thought I I thought they he was moving right away, mm. and uh, I don't know. We'll see. But good, you know, I hope they make it. Anything else?
1: I mean, Katie and John will probably be in Mexico until the day they die. <laughs> Listen, I just got back from vacation, and I don't know why I came back because I like
2: I was reading that mid January you guys is the moment of the year where most Americans are depressed. Mm. I think coming back from like vacation, The holidays. It's not February. It's not February. It's the reality sets in after that huge holiday. It's like the most time people have off work. And if I'm Katie and John, I'm staying a couple <laughs> for weeks. They've I was been like, doing why it. Sure, I why come- not? I was like, why did I come back from vacation? Well, they don't yeah. have
0: a nine to five. They're... Yeah. Right. Influencing and mm-hmm. you can do that anywhere, I guess. Yeah. So why We're not if they are getting the a deal, do it do it on the beach. I love
2: that
0: journey yeah. for her. Yeah. Uh, all I also just like any update is Hannah Brown still not following her sister in law. That's honestly the only thing I, I'm I'm personally invested in that. <laughs> Do you, are you familiar with the story?
2: I, can you refresh my
0: Hannah name? Brown's brother got engaged to Jed's ex-girlfriend. And by ex-girlfriend, the woman who claimed to have a situationship with Jed while he was falling in love with Hannah Brown. And now that woman is engaged to Hannah Brown's brother. And family's being supportive, but Hannah Brown does not follow her, which is a big deal in my opinion.
2: Yeah, she doesn't want to see what's going on there.
0: She like, act, she like, she has to, she, she has. you have to love. Yeah. You love your siblings, but we often don't appreciate some of their choices, but you have to love and support them. Yeah. But the actively not following someone is an act of defiance. It's a statement.
2: It, it is a statement these days where it's like, I do not want to see your life, which I think is such.
0: And I, I kind of love that she's not you can, following them. <laughs>
2: because you can follow someone and mute them. For sure. Right. Yeah. And no one would know. Yeah. Or you could just not follow them and everyone yeah. knows that you yeah. don't follow.
0: No, it's a it's a statement. She's still not following.
2: And on for, that good note for you, Hannah Brown.
0: <laughs> uh, Naz, thank you so much for coming.
2: Thank you. Thank Thanks you guys for, for listening.
0: Naz, please let the people know where they can follow you, what you're working on, all the things you need to promote.
2: Yes. So I'm on Instagram at Naz Perez, but um, Valentine's Day is coming up, like we were, because you just asked, is February not the most depressing? And sometimes it can be. And so after I left working on the show, I started a support group for people that are heartbroken. And I think when we think of the word heartbreak, we think of a girl getting dumped by a guy in matching pajamas, eating ice cream on her bed. And really heartbreak is overwhelming distress. And after I left working on the show to become a TV host, I my neighbor knocked on my door, hysterical crying, because she was going through a breakup, but she had no one to talk to about it. So I listened to her. She told me her story. And she was like, I feel so much better talking to you because I can't talk to my mom or my sister about this. And I was like, why? And she was like, because they're going to tell me I'm so much better than him and that I need to move on. And I'm not ready to hear that yet. And all of a sudden, this light bulb went off in my head where I was like, oh, this concept of how we're more willing to tell strangers how we actually feel is such a real thing. And that's kind of how The Bachelor is made in a sense. Like we were just saying, you go on that show, you feel vulnerable, you connect, and you're able to say things that you're not really able to say at home because you're in the comfort of strangers. And so, um, so yeah, in short, I run a support group for people that are heartbroken. We have two virtual meetings every month. We have in-person meetings in LA and on Valentine's Day. Um, I always have a meeting. So if you are experiencing any overwhelming distress, whether it's a divorce, a loss of a pet, um, a miscarriage, a breakup, breakup with a friend, job, dream. You can come and listen to other people's stories of heartbreak to remind yourself you're not alone. And that's really it. Heartbrokenanonymous.com. If you guys want to join any of our meetings any month or come to the Valentine's Day meeting.
1: Amazing.
0: Taylor Thomason was going to be your guest tomorrow. She uh, unfortunately had a last-minute cancel just moments ago. So quite frankly, we are scrambling. But she will definitely be back. You know, things came up, so Naz Perez is going to stick with us.
2: <laughs> wow! What did it? My next guest needs no introduction. Nick, you say that like so, you're, you had like you're just so, with such disdain that I'm still going to be here. I
0: mean, listen, I, I, you know, I, can I, we not? I think, I, I, we, think you pe- and
2: I just met. Can we not agree that sometimes the, as humans, we don't hear the words people say; we hear the emotional tone behind them.
0: Here's what I didn't do. I didn't elicit a ton of excitement as you're like, and our guest tomorrow's off. And I just I just said it. And then there's a combination of how I said it and then how people receive it. There's that too, because then we will project our own.
2: That's literally what I just said. We hear the emotional mm-hmm. tone of words. Yeah. It's not mm-hmm. what people say.
1: You were like, and we have Nas tomorrow. That's like the definition <laughs> of the mean girl scene where she's like, oh my God, where'd you get your skirt? I love it. I think it'd
0: be great. Because we just started this new segment that we're actually, you we, we are going to be doing our pilot episode, oh. and actually, you will be grateful. Is that. this
1: it? Are we
2: in the second episode or anything?
0: No, this is the end of the first episode. Oh, okay.
2: Oh. Sorry. I don't know where I am. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I didn't either. So.
0: <laughs> so be sure to tune in tomorrow.
2: Tomorrow, five minutes from now. <laughs> uh,
0: if you like Ask Nicks, this isn't an Ask Nick. It's different because we're just mediating a fight between a couple.
2: Oh, this is so it's gonna fun. It's
1: going to be so much better.
0: And not like, you know, Ask Nick is like, oh, okay, so I, I, I let me set the stage. I met a guy a year ago. We started like dating, and then we were in a situation ship. And then I met their friend, and yeah. then they stole money, and blah, you know. And then, yeah. and then we get to uh, I hear the story, and we we yeah. solve the problem, and then we give them a path of how to see their situation in a more honest. Right. right. This
2: is this is Ask Nick and Naz.
0: Sure. This is, no, no, it's called mediation.
2: Which is great because just- This is
0: like, I open up the fridge. <laughs> I put my name on the milk. They drank the milk, but they only drank a sip. But like, I didn't, you know what it's like? It's, it's wow, the people's re- court version. I love this. Of, and it's going to be a new segment we're going to do with our guests on Wednesdays. And then, so we'll also talk some pop culture with you. Yay. Being the E! News, uh, as well as talk more about Heartbreak and Heartbroken Anonymous.
2: Thanks, Nick. You're I the got best. this. I can't wait. I'm so excited. I actually, I'm really excited because oh, I'll tell you guys next
1: episode. <laughs> Just you wait.
0: <laughs> and as always for the Ask Nick episodes, don't forget to send in your questions at asknickacastme.com cast with a K. If you are in a relationship with a boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife and you're fighting about, you know, who should have done what and was someone being manipulative, we'll give you our opinion. Call in. We got you for our new segment of mediation. We'll see how it goes. Thanks for listening. We will see you tomorrow.